Hey Siri. I'm listening. Define normality. Normality means the condition of being normal, the state of being usual, typical, or expected. No, not normality, normality. Here's what I found. All right. Well, we are in uncharted territory. I'm Gordon Berry, and this is Normalogy. Big greetings to you, peace, love, and joy zooming your way. I'm Gordon Berry, and welcome to Normalogy. This is the study of a misperceived everyday person, place, thing, or idea. I'm a Normalogy coach with a keen awareness of these subtleties. Join us on this new podcast as we investigate the mundane together. We would uncover many unexpected and paradigm-shifting lessons. And before we dive into this podcast, I want to open it up with a beautiful quote from a Japanese writer by the name of Ai Yazawa, and she says, People can't be just tied together. They have to connect. Otherwise, they'll find themselves bound hand and foot. This week, on Normalogy. We're talking water, an irritating night, and why a life with Noctoria is so similar to walking the line between negligence and overcaution. Tap is Jay's older twin, 20 minutes older to be exact, and rest assured Jay knows that, because Tap's going to let him know it, every chance that he gets. I'm 20 minutes older, so you have to do what I say. I'm 20 minutes older, so we're going to go where I want to go. I'm 20 minutes older, so we're going to do what I want to do. It doesn't really make sense. But that's Tap's mentality. He's a devout Liverpool fan. So if you're talking about Man U, be ready for a good argument. He has problems controlling his temper. And he's a practical joker at heart. So he's always looking for a way to prank his brother Jay. He's out of control, out of touch, and always seeking something. Whatever that something may be. Jay is the younger twin. He rarely gets a good night's sleep. He has Noctoria. Noctoria is a condition causing him to wake up during the night to urinate. He drinks plenty of water, but for some strange reason, it seldomly comes out during the day. 
Instead, he's up at night using the bathroom. He gets up at night to drink more water. And he's up at night and it's hard to fall back asleep. It's an irritating and bothersome condition for Jay. And likewise, it's an irritating and bothersome condition for anybody that has to live with Jay, especially his older twin, Tap. I want you to imagine. It's 3 a.m. and you're up, laying in bed, wide awake. Not because you have a flight to catch and you're overly excited about a trip to Greece that you and your family have been planning for the last year and a half. No. It's 3 a.m. and you're up. Not because you're just so anxious about a huge final exam that you have the following morning. It's 3 a.m. and you're up. You're wide awake. Why? Because you have an urge. An urge to urinate. This is Jay. Jay gets these urges not just once a night, but at least 10 times a night. He's in his bed. He gets this urge, and so he gets up. He heads to the bathroom, which is right outside of his bedroom door. He does what he needs to do to relieve himself of that urge. And he's headed back toward his bedroom, but now he's thirsty. Instead of turning left back into his bedroom, he turns right and heads toward the kitchen. Now, Jay has to be extremely quiet because he doesn't live by himself, but he lives with his twin brother, Tap. When we come back, we'll find out if Jay makes it quietly and safely back to his bedroom without an altercation with his brother Tap. And we'll discover how we all have metaphorical noctoria in our daily lives. He doesn't want to wake Tap up because he knows that Tap would be furious. He doesn't want to face the wrath of his brother. And so Jay tiptoes up the stairs toward the kitchen. As he's walking up the stairs, he can hear each creak of the wooden floorboard beneath his feet. And so he pauses with each step, listening to see if he can hear the sound of tap moving around upstairs. So he takes a step, then pauses. He takes another step, then pauses. He doesn't hear anything, and so he continues forward. He makes it to the kitchen, and he doesn't want to turn the light on because he knows that within itself would be enough to wake up Tap. 
And so he's feeling the edges of the counter and using each edge as a guide to get him closer toward the cupboard so he can grab a glass to drink a glass of water. He finally makes it to the cupboard. He grabs a glass and he turns on the sink. He uses his finger to test the temperature of the water to make sure that it's cool enough for him to drink. Poking his finger in and out of the stream, he finally makes the decision that it is cool enough and he fills the glass up. He turns the water off and he heads towards the freezer. He wants two cubes of ice to put in his glass. That way, it's chilled, it's cold enough, it's refreshing, and he can go back off to sleep. You can hear the grinding of every single gear as it's trying to spit out the ice. One falls out into the glass, and he stops, and he listens. He puts the glass back under, and one more falls out. But now the water in his glass is overflowing. It's 3 a.m. And Tap fell asleep with his AirPods in. He's creating a new reality in his mind, a new landscape, a new ideal. He has to escape. And so he's running. He's running in his mind. The music is blasting. And the reality that he's in is a reality in which he's finding pleasure, in which he's finding joy, in which he's finding satisfaction and contentment. But his body lays resting in a reality in which he's the problem, in a reality in which he's the bully, in a reality in which he's an oppressor. But Tap has the music blasting and he's enjoying his old tracks. He's enjoying the tunes. He's enjoying the rhythms, the vibes, the feels. And so whatever is going on around him, he's unaware of. If a gun were to be shot in the house, he wouldn't hear it. Jay is running through a mental checklist. The sink is off. He already got the ice and he has the glass of water in his hand. He's ready to head back to his bedroom and attempt to fall back asleep. But he faces a dilemma. The glass of water is overflowing and the kitchen floor is wet. It's wet behind him, it's wet to his left, and it's wet to his right. So he has a choice to make. He can cautiously and stealthily try to tiptoe back across the kitchen toward his bedroom, trying not to drop any more water on the floor and hope that the water will evaporate and you won't have to worry about cleaning anything up. It just won't be that much of a mess. Or he can swiftly, haphazardly, neglectfully, and negligently 
move across the kitchen, dropping more water on the floor, but he would get to his bedroom quicker. And in turn, he could grab a towel and come back and clean up the mess that presumably he would leave behind him. And so he opts to tiptoe. He opts to move through the kitchen cautiously. He opts to take it slow, one step at a time, and he makes it back to his bedroom. But the water didn't evaporate. The water was still there. Tap is awake now. The sun is rising and he's getting ready to start his day. He slowly makes his way downstairs and he turns on the kitchen light. He looks at the floor and he sees puddle after puddle, drop after drop. Without hesitation, he screams his brother's name. Immediately, Jay understood that he made the wrong decision. There are so many instances in my everyday life that I feel an urge to do something. I feel an urge to learn something. I feel an urge to talk to someone. I feel an urge to volunteer somewhere. Countless instances in my life that passions, dreams, hopes, aspirations wake me up out of my sleep. These are urges. That's my Noctoria. It wakes me up. It fills me up. If you think that tiptoeing through life will save you from any type of hardship, will save you from suffering, or will save you from any pain, you'll soon find out, like Jay, that tiptoeing through life and pretending like the puddles you leave behind the mess that you leave behind will evaporate. You wake up to regret. You wake up to people screaming at you. You wake up to an internal scream, your own self screaming at you from inside, saying, you made the wrong decision. It was the wrong choice. And if you can live with that, then that's fine. But I wouldn't want to wake up to me screaming at me, or somebody else screaming at me. I'd rather wake up with an urge to do something, even if it be in the middle of the night. It's still a powerful urge. It's still a dream to manifest, a vision to share, to love, to grow. Find your Noctoria, find your urge, find your passion, find what wakes you up out of the night and prompts you to go through a sequence of events and a sequence of choices to expel something from you and then fill yourself up with something else and dash forth or tiptoe. Whatever you deem fit, 
for you. Do it. In summary, Jay has shown us what it's like to have a passion, what it's like to have an urge, a drive, a desire to do something, a desire to be somewhere, a desire to be someone. Impactful, important, and contribute to something grander and greater than ourselves. And tap has shown us what it's like to wake up to regret, what it's like to go to sleep with regret, and what it's like to not have that urge, to not have that desire, to not have that passion. And to simply want to escape from all of our problems, from our lives, from our realities. Here's the question: Am I tiptoeing through life cautiously and carefully? Are we tiptoeing through life cautiously and carefully? Are you? Tiptoeing through life, cautiously and carefully, or am I swiftly moving through life with an urge, with a desire, with a passion? Are we swiftly moving through life with an urge, with a desire, and with a passion? Are you? Swiftly moving through life, with an urge, with a desire, and with a passion. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned. New episodes of Normalogy will be airing every Sunday. Tell a friend, and let's increase the listenership together. If you enjoyed the show, please make sure to leave a five-star review. Comment, like, and subscribe wherever you're listening. It really would help. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Normalogy Coach. N O R M A L O G Y Coach. I look forward to hearing from you. Take care, be kind, and send it forward.